0: Hey co-conspirators, this is CJ. Before our episode with the Dearest starts, I wanted to give a quick programming announcement. My gay agenda will be on hiatus during the month of November because I am getting top surgery on Halloween. Resting is a huge, huge, huge part of recovery, so I'm going to be out of commission for the month, and instead of making Jay do all the work for a month, we decided to take a break instead. I'm... So super excited about this step in my gender journey, and I'm really excited for when I'll be physically ready to get back to podcasting again. Uh, We'll keep you updated if the hiatus goes any longer than predicted, as well as when you can expect new episodes. Thank you so much for your patience and support and enjoy this episode. This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, Visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of Sex games and intimacy games, BDSM, and kink. It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday we're super gay Tuesday is also gay Wednesday is still pretty gay Today I have a night class.
1: Welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jay.
0: My name is CJ, and we are your co-conspirators in trying to figure out whatever it is that set people think it is we're doing. Uh, but CJ, what's on the buy schedule for today? You may have heard her name dropped in our interview with Austin a couple of episodes back. Adira is here. Hello. Hello. I'm Adira. How are you doing? (laughs) You are. <laughs> how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing pretty good
2: today. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, great! Great. So this episode's we're recording this a couple of weeks out, and it's going to be released on the 21st. So can you just go ahead and predict for us how you'll feel on the 21st of October?
2: Um, I think I will feel good, but maybe a little hungry.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and it's like you, you know where it's like you know that you want to eat something particular, but you're not sure what exactly the particular thing is. You're like, well, I'll go get yeah. this thing I haven't had in a while, but or it's like, oh, I'll make this dish, but it's like, yeah, it's it's yeah, dealing with yeah. that. That's that's Hunts what I predict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's, that's been a big mood for, like, I don't know what it is with lunch recently. I just can't get into the swing of lunch recently. Mm-hmm. Like, ev- it's one of those, like, every item in my uh, kitchen seems like a bad idea, but I don't know what the good <laughs> idea is.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's tough.
0: So that'll be the big October 21st mood for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. That that's good to know. That's good to know this how, uh, this far out in advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay, J, do you have any estimation of how you'll feel on the 21st? Um anxious, but that's
1: a safe bet cuz that's me every day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: also probably a little hungry. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, so want to elevator pitch yourself real quick, Adira?
2: Yeah, uh, hi, I'm Adira Slattery, I use she, her pronouns uh, I'm a trans-Jewish game designer, poet, podcast person uh, Who lives in the Chicagoland area Yeah, I uh, make weird queer games um, Yeah, it's fun
0: Neat! Heck yeah mm-hmm. We love weird queer games That's yeah. like, that is a third of this podcast format It's my wow. job on this podcast <laughs>
2: Well, let's see how you do.
0: Oh, the
1: Ooh, pressure's God. on.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure you'll do All great. Right.
0: Well, thank you. <laughs> Surprise! He always does great. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Want to lead us on your queer journey, Adira?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I first figured out I was queer uh, in like middle school. You know, everyone's favorite year of seventh grade. Um, <laughs> uh, and a lot of my queer journey started out because of a Jewish summer camp. Um, mm. I went to a sleepaway camp uh, in Wisconsin at this place called Osrui in Oconomowoc. Um And uh, I did a lot of gay things there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back at the time when I was in middle school, people thought I was a boy, and so did I. Um, uh, I, uh, yeah, i I've I've hit all of the the letters in in LGBT. Um oh, yeah, yeah. So I An
0: egot gay the queer yeah. egot yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah. So that was that was when I had my boyfriend, who was my first kiss in eighth grade. Um, uh, which any of the stories that I tell about that now just do not sound as scandalous, and it just makes me sound incredibly straight. Um, (laughs) uh,
0: i kissed a boy yeah (laughs) oh word
2: (laughs) exactly um and then uh uh in high school uh i was talking to a friend of mine over aim um and she uh was like oh this stuff that you're talking about and all of your struggles it sounds like this comic that i just saw recently and uh, she sent me a comic called Venus Envy um which was about a trans woman uh uh in high school um written by uh and drawn by a trans woman named uh Crystal Fraser who actually also does game things um Ooh. uh and i read this comic and i was like oh shit i'm trans um <laughs> uh and so i was secretly trans for f- Four years running around stealing clothes and sneaking out of my parents' house to go to metal concerts and kiss random people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, dressing up as myself in friends' basements. Uh, I tried coming out um, when I hit 18 and that went very poorly. Um, And then that began the fun depression denial period of my life. And then uh met Fenn, who is now my spouse. Uh, and both of us were like, yes, we both have these feelings and we're both incredibly cis about them. Um, we're both <laughs> very cis. Uh, we had um, what a friend of mine called the gayest straight wedding. And then after we got married, both of us started transitioning. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Till as old as time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And now I've been on hormones for a little over three years. So that's nice.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. Congrats. Thank you. I was browsing your website before we recorded it. And also, I just want to note that your email to us also... Um, in, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. <laughs> okay. I just I found the wording very good where you said, I'd love to talk to you about my horny games and gay self. <laughs> so what got you into the horny games biz
2: yeah (laughs) um uh yeah what what got me into the horny games biz um i always liked uh weird horny games um and i loved playing like drinking games and like other sort of like party games or things like that um uh and there are a lot of crossing over also from uh like the bdsm and kink spaces uh into uh games um because like in in games when you talk about like something happening you refer to like a scene right like oh we're gonna go do this Mm -hmm. do this fight and that was that was a scene you have your powers you can use once a scene or whatever uh the Mm -hmm. the in kink it's the same thing it's it's called a scene these like discrete uh things that you're doing in in play um uh, and, like, plays in a lot of these things. Also, like, like puppy play or um, pony play or kitty play or any of those things. Um, um, just at the words ass play. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I really started to um, fall in love with, like, weird queer games by seeing other people make them. Um, and being like, oh, shit. I can just write fun sex things because I want to. Um, Yeah. 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 Um, And uh, I'm trying to remember what the first, I think the first more sort of into a lot of people refer to this, the genre as, as intimacy games. And I, I generally do that as well. Um, Uh, sex games are sort of a subset of intimacy games. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are a lot of intimacy games that are just about like playing through of, uh, romance, um, uh, or, uh, just very like charged experiences and emotions and things. Uh, A very popular one, uh, that's also super fucking good. is called star crossed, uh, by wonderful designer, Alex Roberts, um, where you have a Jenga tower. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's a fun two-player game. I do not know how well it would work remotely, um, but a good two-player remote game that's about uh, just sort of simulated intimacy uh, as opposed to like a sex game uh, is uh, Lightning Kissed um, uh, by Quinn... Shit. Vega? Quinn Vega? I think that's right. And Lightning Kissed zooms in on just the few moments before a kiss, like the first kiss between two people. It was originally written as explicitly a lesbian game, and then it was uh, more genericized with neutral pronouns, um, uh, using they, them, and it's it's very, very good. Uh, uh, Cause you do like flashbacks and stuff. So yeah, both of those games came out after I started writing queer games, but whatever. Um, <laughs> they're good. Still. Um, <laughs> those weren't like direct inspirations um more direct inspirations uh include uh the works of aura bell um who writes uh and does a bunch of uh weird kinky games and you can also subscribe to uh their only fans if you want to um yeah uh uh and aura did this game called uh, our radios are dying Um, which is about uh, two uh, alien lesbian astronauts uh, that you play on rolly chairs where you start next to each other and you're rolling far away from each other. Um, And it's uh, a pretty sort of depressing and hopeless game because at the end you both die in space uh, alone um, (laughs) as you slowly and slowly can't hear each other. Uh, And so I saw that and decided that I wanted to make a more hopeful version of that. Uh, So I wrote a game about... Uh, To robots who discover the concept of girlfriends, but they're on the opposite sides of a war. Um, So you're inscribing love notes on missiles that you're throwing to each other. And you build little (laughs) pillow forts in your house and throw notes at each other. Um, And uh, so I wrote that a few years ago. And then this year, back in February, I did a Kickstarter for a nicer, like, cool printing of it. uh, Which I am sending out to kickstarter backers like right now i have all the things and all the nice stickers um yeah uh and so i started out with those sort of more like intimacy game sort of things and then that went into like sex games (laughs) um where i felt a lot more comfortable uh being able to just like put my weird queer sex out on the internet um my most famous game probably um It's called uh, Kissing Comrades. Uh, It's an anti-fascist kissing game. Um,
0: (laughs) I love every single word in that.
2: Yeah. um, (laughs) uh, And it's uh, available on my itch for pay what you want. You can get it for free if you want. Uh, It was also in the uh, bundle for uh, racial justice that itch did uh, a number of months ago. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. So you might already own it. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's a, that's a fun one, and I'm pretty sure it was the first Mark game I put out, um, a game that a lot of people think of when they talk about me in queer games, though, is a game called Making Love. Um, Making Love is, uh, about four pages of foreplay instructions, um, <laughs> uh, that are, about meeting somebody for the first time and uh, just having sex with a stranger. Um, and uh, that sort of awkwardness of uh, looking into somebody's eyes for the first time and knowing that they're looking back into your own eyes and and touch barriers and all that stuff. Um, and that game's uh, really fun. I wouldn't recommend fucking a lot of strangers recently but we'll get we'll get back (laughs) there it's not the time
0: for it (laughs) just now yeah yeah Mm -hmm. this is like the exception (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i
2: do know people who have played that game with friends um uh so yeah if 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 you if you know some people who are adequately social distancing you can fuck your friends um yeah. Or your roommates, maybe.
0: And that's just good general advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, if if everybody's being safe, you could fuck your friends. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Especially. Or your roommates. Yeah. Especially if you have roommates, you're already exposed to each other on a COVID thing. If you aren't fucking, that just feels like, like suboptimal, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> i saw a tiktok recently that was like you have to start fucking your roommates we're so deep into this pandemic i know you think it's gonna be awkward but you're both attractive and you just gotta go for it
2: tiktok never <laughs> lies
0: y'all i uh
1: <laughs> i have two roommates and i am ooh, <laughs> spiritually on board in my particular circumstances no <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> All right, coward.
1: <laughs> they are a monogamous couple.
2: <laughs> All monogamous couples want to experiment with polyamory at least once.
1: Also, one of them is extremely asexual. So
2: Okay. Yeah. No, don't, Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't Like do I said, that. my
0: particular set <laughs> of <laughs> circumstances. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to, because out- I know Jay's roommates uh-huh. and I'm good friends with them, but like. That would be my. I'm on the opposite end. My roommate is my long term partner, mm. so I'm like, "Ha cha cha, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even worry about it." Nice, <laughs> nice nice <face. laughs>
2: But yeah, sex games are fun. Uh, I'm polyamorous, uh, and I, which I only say just to explain, using the word girlfriend, um, since I already said the word spouse. Uh, so my girlfriend was running a game jam a little bit ago that was. Uh, uh, the parliamentary procedure jam that was all about making things based off of Robert's Rules of Order, uh, which was funny. Okay. Uh, so I wrote Robert's Rules of Orgy,
1: um,
2: <laughs> uh, which is a parliamentary procedure for group sex. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the most recent sex you sort of thing I've released. A lot of people, other sex games that people like of mine. Um, well, this is this is more of a this is more of an intimacy game. Um, but myself and a fabulous queer game designer and podcaster, Taylor LaBresche, wrote a game together called uh, Draw uh, a Draw Square in the Dirt with a Stick and Stand in the Square and Yell Sex is Here, um, which is fun.
0: Just yell sex is here? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's okay. it's part of a, a genre of games called lyric games, where a big part of the game is not necessarily you physically playing the game but like reading the text of the game sort of being a form of playing because you're like imagining yourself doing it while you're while you're while you're reading um uh and yeah and that was fun it's pretty funny
1: it's
0: neat i'm gonna be looking at all of these (laughs) I did notice that one of your games, the price tag is six dollars and ninety cents. And I just wanted to say nice, 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 yeah. nice. Which game is that? Oh, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. There were so many fantastic titles.
2: I think off the top of my head that might be One Million Hungry Kisses.
0: What a that great title. Been...
2: <laughs> yeah. One Million Hungry Kisses is a spin-the-bottle game um, where it's a uh, post-apocalypse um and one person is the last human alive the cutie uh and everybody else is a bunch of grey goo nanobots uh <laughs> who want to alternatingly kiss slash eat the cutie um it's pretty heavy on vor um I was
0: going to say yeah. I <laughs> this sounds like vor Yeah if
2: you don't like vor d- don't buy that game but if you like bo- vor but if you like
1: vor... <laughs> I yeah I've got a game
2: for that <laughs>
0: I love that.
1: <laughs> can cross off the holiday gift ideas for several people I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. Uh, Adira, what is something you would like to tell Syshead people for the very last time and then you never have to hear about it again?
2: So there are like a lot of directions that this question can be taken.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, like. As a trans person, there's, like, immediately the thought of, like, it would be nice to never be misgendered again. Um, Mm. hmm. I think generally my feeling is just sort of, like, oh, grow up. (laughs) 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 Like. Correct. It's just, it... I don't really have any friends (laughs) who aren't queer anymore i barely have friends who are cis um uh and they're just they're just boring (laughs) Um, (laughs) they're just boring people and uh, like i was trying to my 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 day job is i do i do data visualization um and i was trying to talk to a coworker of mine and it, it was just so boring because i tried asking him about his like personal life and there was just like nothing like he just didn't he didn't seem to have interests Mm. um and uh, yeah and yeah grow up (laughs) get find things you like and do them (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that'll do it that'll do That's great <laughs> like i i like sort of feel that way when like i make some sort of shit post or something about like being trans and the reply is like oh my god you're so brave and oh it's my like, god
2: i hate that fucking stop, shit
0: stop doing like <laughs> i wouldn't have to be brave if y'all could just behave oh, <laughs> honestly <God>. mm-hmm. <laughs> grow up I don't need and like I'm shit posting here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, there there are so many things that it's just like I feel like I can't even like talk about or say because they just like wouldn't fucking get it.
0: And it's mm-hmm. like
2: all these sorts of things that it's like this isn't for their consumption.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Because they just yeah. can't handle it.
0: And you know what? Not everything is meant for everyone. Yeah. More so, for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get our thing and you get your thing. I assume your thing is I don't know, those painting parties.
2: Wow, do people do <laughs> painting parties?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. not currently. No not
1: well, so there's you can buy a like a kit for it now online what? a lot of places where they send you like the supplies and then you like watch a video and I guess in this instance you supply your own
0: alcohol. Um What? (laughs) Which at a certain point is just like you just bought a painting kit. There's no more party. Yeah, Yeah. you're you're now just painting and drinking. You're just doing Vincent Van Gogh. There's also supposed to be instructions too assumably i don't know what every company does
1: i did just film a um tutorial for a painting for someone who was looking for something like that and mm. i'm not going to turn my nose up at that but yeah no that, get that
2: money yeah. um yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't feel like you could sell that to queer people because we probably already all have art supplies in our homes
0: yes <laughs> yes yes could sell the video. Oh, yeah. The video for sure.
2: Yeah. The, yes. Yeah. Yes. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah.
0: Even if I'm not, even if I'm not painting, uh-huh. like, come on. Yeah. Just because
2: just I went to art school doesn't mean I know how to make art.
0: <laughs> yes. No, at its core, I feel like queer people are like alcohol and painting shit. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> but then you go to the parties and it's like, oh, this is a different vibe. Yeah. Yes, it These is. These are different energies it's here. It's very
1: different. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's a glass of wine and you have to paint it inside the lines.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the queer version is it's in someone's living room and instead of canvases, you're all painting on like each other's backs.
2: Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Yeah. Correct. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep,
1: yep. Um,
2: uh, uh, I've been working on uh, a game about drawing on people's bodies while you're having <gasps> sex with them. Um, uh, uh, and uh, a friend of mine uh just a few months ago released a game about drawing on people's bodies while you're having sex with them uh and i was just like oh man so awesome there's gonna be more of those so yeah um uh, uh l released it what's it called
1: i will line up for both yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what inter- what an intersection
0: of my interests Jay is there <laughs> don't even worry about it so adira what is on your gay agenda
2: Hold on, I'm trying to look up this drawing on Bodies game.
0: Oh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: casually grabbing a pen. Great.
2: <laughs> right. It's a good game. Um, all right, uh, it is called Your Body a Landscape. Mm. And it is uh, available at occasional.itch.io. So that's occasional uh, e, and then an ELL at the end. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I basically just spent the entire time just name dropping games. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I mean,
0: they, I, I I will say that sex and intimacy games are not a terrain we have covered on this show yet in detail. So, you know, th- th- this may be a completely new subject for any of our listeners. So, they just got all the info about all the games. It's lovely yeah. to hear about all the kinds.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And like I could talk about like the importance of consent and like a lot of safety things and boundaries and stuff like that, but all the games that I've said already all explain it. So you should just buy one of those games and read it.
0: Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Amazing. Also if
1: one of our listeners doesn't like get consent, I am concerned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: We I I feel like we've been over this, but okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But back to it. What is on your gay agenda?
2: Yeah. Um my gay agenda um so I uh, I am really trying to just sort of queer up every aspect of my life. Like uh make my house more gay, make my life more gay, make my work more gay, just 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 everything. Um Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, very much trying to just sort of lean into like buying the clothes that I always just fuck it, putting up weird fetish art in my home, things like that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: This resonates deeply with me. I <laughs> don't know if you notice the uh, rainbow playroom sign behind me. Yeah, it's good.
2: <laughs>
0: I was just about to call you out on that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right before you said it. <laughs> yeah.
2: The space I'm recording in isn't very queer. There's a Plague Doctor mask and a gun I made for a LARP over
1: there.
0: That's, um, that's, that's pretty, pretty, pretty gay. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a big old trans flag right behind me. Yeah, hell um, yeah. And then I have a myriad of tiny pride flags and also a bunch of tabletop games. Mm-hmm. So, is is gay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is gay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Make make it all gay. Exactly. Make, make all make all of the everything gay. Everything. Hooray.
1: Hundred
2: percent everything. Yes. Aspect. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Jay. Oh boy. Jamie. All right. Okay. Hello, it's me, your camp counselor, and uh, we're bringing a spin on a game we have played here before. Um. Now, in Austin's episode, we played Table or Top, which was about, you know, ranking uh, the game mechanics and all that. But um, not only did we joke in there about what the game really, truly could be, but when I was devising it, my partner had one of my partners had a um, fantastic suggestion. And I'm so thrilled to have the opportunity to revisit it because I think it's perfect. Uh, So this is Table or Top Mark II, wherein um, I have a collection of names here. and You're going to get to decide, uh, you're going to get to guess if they are the names of Ikea furniture or a professional dominatrix, table or table. Ah,
2: shit! Yes, 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 (laughs) yes, yes, yes,
1: yes!
2: (laughs) As a bottom who owns a lot of Ikea furniture, let's go!
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes! Now,
1: for for the um, purposes of the game, I will be putting the word mistress in front of every name regardless of what All the right. answer is sure 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 <laughs> uh, CJ is not privy to my game making so if you want to get their input
0: or use them as a lifeline you can I don't but I'm super vanilla so take it with a grain of salt <laughs> <laughs> but you have furniture yeah uh, Yeah, I
1: suppose
2: <laughs> can you truly be vanilla if you own a table <laughs>
1: I don't know, the binary of this game implies it's table or
0: top. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> you you only are kinky if you don't own furniture. <laughs> Alright, are you
1: ready to begin? Yes. Alright, first we have Mistress Lila Stern.
2: Mistress Lila
1: Stern. Uh I'm gonna
2: I'll I'll go with the low hanging fruit and say that this is this is a dominatrix.
1: She is, and in fact, um, I have a fun fact for every uh, professional dominatrix within the Ooh, list. Nice, um, hell yeah! Lila Stern's favorite safe word to use is poodle. Oh, that's oh, a good that's safe a word. Fact. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good.
2: You never say the word poodle.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's
2: a good safe word.
1: All right, next we have Mistress Tarva.
2: That's a table.
1: Yes. Oh yes, that's, that's a, a dresser from IKEA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have Mistress Henrika.
2: I'm gonna assume Henrika is a table.
1: Yes, that is a cushion cover you can get at IKEA. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> You're nailing this so Crushing far. Crushing this. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we have Mistress Cyan.
2: Cyan, uh Dominatrix.
1: Yes, Mistress Cyan is 61 and has been in the business for over 20 years.
2: Holy shit, that's so awesome. She's
0: my hero. yeah, I was about to say, fun fact, she's my idol and I would die for her right now. Yeah,
2: if Mistress Cyan told me to kill a man, I would.
0: (laughs) She would say, kit, and I already did it. (laughs) All right, now we have uh, Mistress
1: Jen Inga. Uh, table. Yes, Jan Inga is a bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have Mistress On
2: Lee. Dominatrix.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. You're <laughs> rocking this. <laughs> so good at this. Mistress Anli uh has been on the record by saying her strangest session by far ended up with her writing two comparative essays for the sub. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs>
2: To know everything about this
1: <laughs> I need to read the essays I also yeah I would love to see these essays um yeah. next we have Mistress Scylla Mistress
2: Scylla a uh, table
1: yes uh so in one of the uh articles that listed um Ikea furniture that I used as a <laughs> resource for this game uh-huh. they described Scylla as nothing
0: but a chair pad <laughs> <laughs> That's sketchy as hell.
2: Pay no attention to Scylla. Scylla is nothing but a chair pad.
0: It uh, it also gives big energies of like that part in the Showbiz movie where they're like, "You're nothing but a chair pad," and they're like, "No, I'm gonna be a star, da, da, da. just you see." The theme I believe from Showgirls in Showgirls. Begins
2: Silla. playing.
1: Yes. Yes. All right, Mistress Midori
2: midori uh i'm gonna go down Atrix.
1: yes mm-hmm. uh mistress midori is real big in uh the scene in one of the uh biggest rope bondage tops that i have seen around okay very very famed for shibari awesome. uh, and Ooh, we love that yeah. <laughs> uh now we have mistress sybil troy sybil troy table Sybil Troy is a dominatrix. Ah, I Ah. should have known because of the way you said it sounded like it was two names. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Mistress Sybil Troy uh, was asked what a turnoff is for her, and her answer was hubris, bad fashion, and onions.
0: (laughs) All right. What a mood.
1: All right. And finally, we have Mistress Slada. That's a table. Yeah. Did you know IKEA sells bicycles? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Fun fact. wow Ikea's, ikea sells bicycles and their name is slata <laughs> that's amazing so i had no idea i got
2: all of them but one right that was really yeah
1: good. that was amazing you rocks that thank you for playing table or top
2: <laughs> it was a pleasure
0: now i have to know was jay was there just like I don't know a website of dominatrix and cool facts about them. I did find an article that um,
1: all but one of those were um, specifically pros in the LA scene. Okay. So it was an article highlighting them, and there were some um, interview questions, and I cherry picked the the funnest facts. Um, I love that. Yeah. yeah. The only one who wasn't from that list was Midori. I do not know where she what where she operates out of, but yeah i'm sure enterprising listeners can find out some of the ikea ones were from an article that was ikea names that would make good baby names ah okay
0: (laughs) if i found out my parents named me after an ikea furniture i would have changed my name a lot faster than i did (laughs) a lot
1: a lot of ikea names are actual swedish names to be fair like Jen, yeah. Jen and Inga are two popular names. Jen Inga mm-hmm. is just them squished together. Tarva is a nonsense word though, so if you name your kid Tarva, be prepared for them to grow up and demand to know why they were named after a dresser. What about <laughs> yes? What about Slada? Slada is not a name. Uh, I believe that's like the Swedish word for skid or something like it was something bicycle related. Ooh, neat. Yeah. I'm okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the show, Adira. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I'm Adira Slattery. Um, I'm plugging myself. Uh, you can find Hell me yeah. on the internet uh, by googling the words Adira followed by the word Slattery. Um, my uh Twitter is at Adira Slattery. I post games up on uh, itch.io at adira.itch.io. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's me.
1: Yeah. Uh if you want to tweet IKEA furniture names that you think should be Dominatrix names, I'm on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore and I link to other social medias from there.
0: You can also just tweet those at IKEA too, because I'm sure they're always <laughs> taking suggestions. <laughs> and be sure to mention us too, because I'm sure that's gonna bode super well for me and my ability to ever return to an IKEA again. <laughs> Though it would also serve them right because my partner and I ordered a curtain rod, and they shipped us an empty box. What? what?
2: <laughs>
0: Bullshit. We opened the box, and there was dead ass nothing in there.
2: We we live pretty close to an IKEA, because um, uh, we're we're just outside the city, uh, and there's one just like forty minutes away from us. So we literally just go to IKEA fairly frequently just to walk around
0: (laughs) Mm. i used to live in uh i lived in south philly for Mm -hmm. like a year or so and there is one right in south philly Mm -hmm. and i was also working in norristown pa at the time which also has an ikea nice so you know that i just made ikea my home for that year (laughs) it was amazing (laughs) All right, and uh, you can find My Gay Agenda on iTunes and Spotify and, you know, a bunch of the other places podcasts go to live. Um, If you're on any of those, feel free to, you know, give us a rating, especially if it's a good one. Um, And subscribe, follow, following on uh, Spotify is a really good way to get notified right away when we release a new episode uh you can also find us on social media we're on facebook and we're on twitter our handle on twitter is gay agenda cast and you can find us on patreon as well at patreon.com slash where we post some fun little bonus content stuff um you can catch that like rachel swedish meatballs higgins <laughs> and tiny sneal <laughs> that's a good one thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right until
1: next time put this in your gay agenda change the world love yourself go build a pillow fort I'm really feeling that now ideally also do the robot girlfriends game but like pillow fort
0: is the most important yeah yes yes of course and
1: that's
0: our gay agenda that's our gay agenda that's our gay agenda we just want to exist